God is good. I said, God is good. I know, I know I'm still old school, but all the time, God is good. Can we clap for the leaders of this church? I said, can we? Can we? Great people. Good ground. Fertile soil. Clap for them one more good time. And then can we give Jesus a wonderful praise and hand clap? The author and finisher of our faith, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, the first and last, please be seated. Can we just get right to the teaching? I look excited because I'm hungry. And not for no quinoa. The black church. And I do want to converse, so I need people talking back. Just three of you. Just three. The black church, the African-American Pentecostal apostolic tongue-speaking word of faith, whatever you join now. But the black church is behind. The reason why we are behind for my three folk that don't push me is because we hold each other back. Reason why we hold each other back, Lord help them understand, is we are very competitive. Even in our dysfunctional dating, when a person is through with you, they don't want somebody new to enjoy you. Y'all act like y'all don't want to talk to me. But the truth of the matter is, what was bad for you might work for someone else. I lived in Raleigh, North Carolina. I can tell it now because I no longer live there. But I lived in Raleigh, North Carolina to help myself rebound from the uh, 911 journey. So my father coached me because we lost over, I ain't going to say how many, but we lost a lot of investments from the stock market. And basically, for those hearing and learning, the whole family crashed along with the stock market because we invested in our futures by investing in the market. See, this is why black people fail because you don't want this part, right? You want to hear about signs, wonders, and miracles, and then you get the miracle house but don't have a job to pay the mortgage. And know nothing about property taxes that you need a second job because the property taxes cost more than the apartment you were renting. It's 
then you hate on who's achieving, but you don't know what they've had to go through to make it to the level where they are. We're competitive people. My father said, go to white neighborhood and take the rest of your money that you were saving for retirement and buy a house. I thought the man was crazy. And I said, now go to what neighborhood? He said, go to a neighborhood where there's majority white people Indians with jobs, any people but your own. I got very confused. I was like, I can't live among my own kind. He said, not during this season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I bought the house in the country, had three acres um, for the first time, paying a mortgage all over again. And in my yard was two trees. And uh, I asked the previous owner who was a survivor of uh, the Holocaust, I said, um, what are these trees? I know y'all ain't sleeping in my service. I said, what are these trees? I did it smooth. I woke up, but I did it smooth. Because you're not going to get rich taking a nap. I'm just trying to help you now. I said, what are these trees? And he said, this is an apple tree. And this one over here is a, I can't remember, I think an orange tree. I can't remember that one because it was okay. And stayed there two years before I asked another question because he and I became friends. I said, have you ever seen apples on the apple tree? He said, no. I said, well, how you know it's an apple tree? He said, I planted it. And I said, so you're happy planting a thing in your yard, taking up space, not producing what it says it is. Some of y'all, where are you going with this? Well, all of you in here that are here for this leadership summit, you are like a tree planted that is supposed to bring forth fruit, y'all, in, in your season. I've heard everything I've been talking about for the past 24 hours you've been preaching. I, you know, they probably think I'm searching your thing, trying to, I don't know what they think. The other tree yields fruit two and three times a year, but I never get to eat it because the deer time the fruit. Oh, yeah. So in my backyard, the does and the deers, they come out while you sleep. Yeah. And they leave maybe two or three pieces. So that's how I know it had fruit on it. And one day I got up early enough to see what was happening to the fruit. And it was the deer making sure all of his children ate. And then I had to talk, because I'm not used to living in the country of Raleigh. Please stay with my story. And found out that the house was on their property. It belonged to them, and we built around them. So they were still claiming the territory without living in the house. 
Yeah, there are some folk that claim a church that they don't come to. But what I want to tell you, they'll, they'll claim the pastor. They'll claim and prove they can call them and got a text just to throw you off your square. Am I boring y'all on that side? So they gave me little tricks to keep deer from the tree and all of the spray stuff and all. It was just quite a bit of things. You know, country folk clinging cans, put Y out. But if you want your fruit, you got to learn some techniques. So at three and four in the morning, I hear the cans chiming and the, ch and the chiming of the cans meant there's an intruder. And I open up my window and get my BB gun because we couldn't kill deer except once a year and you can only kill one buck. Y'all are mighty quiet. You can kill chickens for free, dogs for free, but when you start shooting the big four and the big three, you had to get a license. Oh, y'all, because some of y'all are trying to go to the next level without one, but you got to get a license. See, still quiet. You have to have a license. You need a license. And in my country, they allowed us to kill two deer per season. One buck a year, but if you were going to shoot a buck, you had to kill it within that time frame, whether you had, whether you paid for the license or shot a buck or not, you had to pay for it. You had to pay for it. I wanted to shoot the deer more than once a year because the fruit grew three times a year. So that means two times a year, we had to watch them intrude and eat. See, see, somebody in the middle look lost. There are seasons when you can't do nothing about what's happening. Even with a license. Just because you have a license to drive don't mean you won't crash. You know how many bad drivers y'all got in New Orleans? Listen, let me, let me. Every time I get in a car with somebody, and watch how they drive. I'm wondering, does anybody use these mirrors? Does anyone believe in signals? Oh yeah. Well, back to my parable, that's a true story that you're not enjoying. I called the arborist. Back then, I didn't know what that was. The arborist came to my house, little old white man. Nobody's black in the neighborhood. 
Because if I'd have called a black person, they'd have been like, maybe it ain't really no apple tree. Oh, yeah. Because some folk think you ain't what you are because they don't see the produce. But that's how black people are. They judge by what they see. I don't see no success. He say he a millionaire, but how we know. It's just real crazy. See how quiet. A few of you are in here now. You ain't saying, but why do we have to prove to you that we have what we tell you we have? came over, he said, Dr. Hall, how are you? With a little southern drawl. I said, man, I'm fine. I said, I'm a little disturbed. Nice house you have here. So-and-so used to live here. He built it from the ground up. I've been coming over here for a long time. I said, yeah. He said, you know, I'm not a racist at all, but all these people amazed that you in here, you single and by yourself. I said, y'all doing some talking, ain't you? He said, but uh, I guess you should be able to be in here being that you're a doctor. What's your doctor in? I said, definitely not trees. I basically told him I brought you here to talk about trees. See y'all. And you're trying to talk about how I got here. That's what's wrong with black people. They want to know how you get here. Why should we listen to you? How we know if what you're saying is true? Now, if I was white, they'd be like, he here. And the white man, we can act like them. They get up and have a lapel mic on and just start, come on, say good morning. And they just start walking around and we get hyped. But when a black man stands and he's chilling or a black woman, we first go through an analysis. Too much swag for me, too cool. I just something about them. And the reason why you feel like that is you from there. The place of suspicion. The place where psychologically no black people could be this successful legitimately. I don't hear anybody talking over there. I know we got prayer words, but we're in class now. Y'all might as well come on. He looked at me and said, now nah, I'm going to help you. We're going to get some apples out of that darn tree right over there. I said, well, come on and let's get some apples out of that tree. He said, the reason why you have problem with the deer, and I didn't even tell him that, but he had been there before me with the previous owner. He said, because the deer won't even give attention to trees that don't yield fruit. Said, so notice your deer stay close to your house because your orange tree is down here, but the deer would took another path if the tree was up front. I told him when he planted, he need to pan him away from the house of deer. He said, because every now and then a buck will come right on through here, and if you come outside, that buck going to try to attack you and your car to take care of his family. So I started thinking, I'm glad I didn't get out there with my little BB gun because that's little buck, that buck would have killed me. He said, that's why you got to pay so much for that license. And this is quite a bit of money that I know black people ain't paying for, for no buck. Just let them walk through the backyard. 
and just kill all your fruit. So we got there and he said, can we go to your backyard, three acres? I said, yeah. He said, come help me back here. Because white people get paid for teaching you a lesson. Black people pay you and they just walk away. Tell me when you're finished. White people be like, come here and walk with me. You be like, I'm hiring you. Let me show you what you need to be doing. You're like, am I paying you to? See, some of you ain't got no white friends either because you don't even know how to say amen. You're like, that's what they do? He said, help me grab this little log here. I was like, no. You grab the log. Cause I'm paying you. He said, I'm telling you, Dr. Hall, help me. He said, I'm a little older now. I've been coming to this house for over 20 years doing certain things. I fix roofs and everything. I said, but you're an arborist, right? Yes, I'm a licensed arborist. So I picked the log up with the man and we go, it's not that heavy. He starts banging the tree with the log. I said, this man is, this man crazy. No, he's beating the, the tree. Bam. I said, what? So I go in my house away from him. I said, listen, I got to run the bathroom. I really didn't have to go, but I got to run the bathroom. I get on my phone and I call my father. I said, listen, I'm going to open up my shade and take a picture of this white man. He's out here beating the tree. Came back out. He said, that's a long time for you to go to the bathroom, Dr. Hall. You done missed most of the work. He said, now what I want you to do is you can keep paying me for three months or you can pay me for this trip and do what I've been doing for two months on your own. I said, paying you, what am I paying you for? He said, the situation is already being fixed. I said, no, you've been out here for 15 minutes with a log from my yard. Oh, y'all, oh, beating this tree. And we got five cars up at the hill laughing, watching you beat the tree. He said, you need to grab the log and uh, hit the tree. So I hit the tree. He said, you got to hit it with anger. Hit the tree, hit the tree, just to get him out of here. I even made faces because black people can act. <laughs> he said, there you go, Mr. Hall. Go and hit the tree. Bam. He calls me five days later. Mr. Hall, you home? I said, yeah. Go on outside and beat the tree. I said, I thought in my head I paid you. Don't call. We're, we're done beat the tree. He came over one day, bought his son. His son looked at me and said, did my father treat the tree or did he beat the tree? I said, he's beat the tree. He said, he said, that tree gonna be all right. I said, how long have you been working with father? Since I was a kid. He said, many people laugh at him, but that man's a genius. I said, give me the secret. This is what he said to me. He said, when my father beats the tree, 
Number one, he wouldn't beat it till he knows about the tree. Oh. He said, this tree has been treated when the first owner had it and would not yield apples. Said, but the owner thought my dad was crazy because you made it to a level where the previous owner said, forget it because he wasn't going to beat the tree with the law. He said, at least you made it through the level of thinking he was stupid. And he likes you because he sits at my table and we be eating dinner. He'd be like, that old Dr. Hall beat that tree with passion. <laughs> I know y'all think we ain't going to make it through this session, y'all. 30 days later, apples. Little apples. I'm outside. I'm like, oh. Oh, y'all missing apples. See, you get happy when you've been involved in the process. But if you stop at the place called ridiculous, y'all ain't talking to me, you will never see the productivity. I was excited. I picked up my log. Oh, y'all. Pow! Pow! He came by, he said, uh, Dr. Hall, you don't have to. You don't have to beat the tree no more. He said, can I have some of them apples? I said, for free? He said, yeah. He said, because they're going to be fresh, good apples. He said, now you need to pluck as many as you can off in a few days because you ain't the only person that's going to come to this tree. He said, the deer prefer apples. Oh, yeah. Over what you've been producing. I asked him, give me the secret for two folk who will stand and be happy and we'll read some scripture. He said, you know, I was beating the tree at the bottom. Then we went to the middle. I told you places to beat the tree. He said, because I was making the tree get so hurt that the healing juice called the sap would start coming up to the place where you beat it. He said, everything was underground, stagnated, and nothing was coming through the limbs because the tree had not been afflicted. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered them out of them all. You can't produce until you've been beaten. And we're in a day where church is getting empty because nobody wants to be beat. I didn't come here to be told what's wrong. Yes, you did. And we began to use, I'm about to go in my series. We, we have begun to use the Bible as a babysitting tool. More than a tool of productivity. Leaders, let me just say a few things, and three of you be bold and talk to me consistently. Everybody can't preach. All right, you know, I, I did ask for three, and you ain't in your right mind if you want to. You know, like, just want to? I want to preach the gospel. You are either bipolar or manic depressive, schizophrenic. You don't really want to preach. You want the license to say you have power. You don't want to preach. 
Oh, it's getting quiet. You don't like people go get a license from DMV, but don't have a car. They borrow everybody else's because they don't want to pay a car. No, can I use your car? Some people like to preach and the only driving they do is driving for crazy. The issue is because we're competitive, black people by nature, we even try to out-preach each other, out-sermon each other, out-sing each other, out-hoop each other. Y'all ain't talking to me. We're broke from trying to outdo each other. We, like, broke. When I'm quiet, that's when y'all talk. Don't get quiet when I get quiet. It makes me feel crazy. I'll be like, yeah. And Apples, I've had oranges, I've had deer. I've owned homes just to wish that I was still renting. Because when things broke in the rental, you can call the owner. Oh, y'all getting quiet, but when it's yours, you got to be like, I just paid rent fixing this. See, I'm talking to folk who want to. One day I'm going to talk to you about a septic tank if he brings me back. Can I just touch on it? Please talk to me because in every ministry there's some mess going on underground. toilet was overflowing in my mini mansion, right? Where once again, only I live. In the mini mansion, that's what they call it. Well, not my neighbors, they call it a mansion, but when I studied it, it's just a big house. And there's a few bedrooms we don't use, all the toilets. I don't have that many friends to come over often enough to even use them, but you gotta flush them even when you're not using them. All right. I didn't catch why we have to flush unused toilets. Because it keeps the system. See, now y'all acting deep. I knew that. Come on, all right. Just stay with me. Act like you don't know. Black people act like you don't know. And I uh, use one bathroom near my kitchen all the time because I en entertain people in the family room after church and things. And one day it overflowed. Now I'm used to overflowing toilet. But my mind is like your bishop's except I don't, I'm not as tense with thought as he is. Because I didn't go through a whole philosophical process of why is my toilet overflowing. I, Y'all... <laughs> trying to get a sermon for Sunday on overflow. I... <laughs> but my psychological approach was for two folk over here, why is it overflowing and I don't use it enough? Like, 
I don't put extra stuff down in there, just the tissue. And my father taught me as a child not to use a lot of it. See, y'all, see, you don't think there's a system to use in the bathroom, but there is. And got the plunger. It went down, and I thought the situation was resolved. Because it flushed properly, y'all, after I plunged it. I then reintroduced my visitors to a functioning bathroom. They left. I went to bed in the middle of the night. I got up and there was water coming through the kitchen. I said, there was nothing but water, which means I couldn't locate the mess. Oh yeah. Because it was nothing but clear water. And in my mind, something has to stop this up. We didn't flush, nobody was there, I'm asleep. This is going on while I'm unconscious. Yeah. This side should be pushing me more. And I ain't going to say why, because I don't want to get in trouble. In the middle of the night, I refuse to live with it like that. Oh, y'all. Because I ain't in no black house. I can't live with it like that, because when you're paying for a thing, you want it to work properly. Because of the price. It can't wait till the morning. Got my bucket. Got all the water up. Thank God it was just water because I would have been messed up. <laughs> Cleaned everything up. Got it out. Used what I had to use. Then innately, I had to call someone that knew more about the situation than I did. Come on. You don't pay for a thing until you've done what you can do. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Everybody's still missing it. Now my money is like, this is beyond you. So I called the plumber, 24-hour plumbing, you know, go to Siri, hey Siri, plumber's near me, whatever y'all do. That's where your nearest plumbing company is. I, I, I <laughs> called the plumber. The plumber said it's going to be this much for the visit and this per hour. I said, why so much? He said, because you're calling me after hours. He said, now, if you wait till morning. Oh, y'all into. If you wait till morning. We won't give you this service fee, but once we're in bed and have to get up, the fee goes high. I said, man, I'll pay you your money. Just come on over. He came on over. He was white. <laughs> Mr. Hall, let's sign these papers. Let me get to it. 
can you tell me what happened? I told him what happened. He said, yeah, there's a problem. I told him I just cleaned up all the water. He said, then maybe you shouldn't have because you paid me to come over. I could have cleaned it while I was looking for the problem because it might overflow again. He goes out, he gets a snake. So we've gone from a $7 plunger, oh, y'all don't hear me, to a better tool to you. Oh, y'all have to find out what the problem is. You can't have a big problem using the same people. But what then happens is they, they. Now you got to remember, whoever you put in place is going to determine how much you pay. So I went from the plunger and now he brings in the snake. He puts it in the toilet. He tells me there's a 50 foot snake, 75 foot snake, 120. It's different you know, levels of the snake. And I said, where the snake going? Because I'm going to ask questions. He says, it's going through the pipe, going to your system, and it's trying to find out where the issue is. He said, from the toilet, I can only go to the left towards the front of your septic tank. I said, what? He says, all of the toilets and sinks, when they go down, they all aim in one area. Uh-oh, he said, all the mess goes to one area. See, everybody, ain't no five areas, even though there's six toilets, they're all in covenant going, oh, y'all look right, to one area. Now, if y'all talk to me, I'll give you something better because I know you're not liking this right now. Even though they're in another level upstairs, a higher level in the garage, he said, all of them will meet in one area. Now, all you that are deep, some of you are mad because you think you're on a different level than everybody else, but I need you to know your trash go right where my trash goes. Oh, all of it goes. You can be a bishop, apostle, a preacher, pastor, executive, choir member, praise leader, Negro. All of our mess goes to one area. One area. Plunged it out. Got some stuff out of there. You could see some of the papers. I said, I don't use this. He says, this is what the last owners used that never made it to his destination. I said, what? He says, um, we can finish this later, but I need to tell you, you got a bigger problem. I said, what's the problem? Then I'm going to move from this and give you all some scripture. I said, what's the problem? He says, um, between here and your septic tank, there is something that refuses to move. And it's called, in proper form, buildup. See, this is you and I now. Maybe we'll talk about this one day over a uh, salad with walnuts and... <laughs> I never saw a man order and get excited. Can you give me some avocado and put some... 
you can't put people in position that's already clogged. Thinking because they're usable, they'll become different. The problem with this person is they've never seen their value. No, if they've not seen it, you can't summons it. I promise you. Goals in my pretty yard. Now, you know I keep my house because I do little videos, not on preaching, but on man of God, God's man fixing my yard. I do it all the time. I clean my own stuff. I don't pay for it until I can do it. Not cheap. I'm frugal. I'm smart. Black people got to be smart. White people are the ones that fix your house. Is why they don't need nobody to fix theirs, which is why they rich and we're not. They don't call y'all to come fry chicken, do they? They don't be like, come on over here and fry some chicken. goes outside he said do you know where your septic tank is I said no he said you bought this house and they didn't tell you where the septic tank is I said they told me where everything in the house is fuse box I know everything about my house he said no he says um we got to get to this problem or your house gonna smell like mess so that house ain't that important if we don't get to the mess that's underground. Y'all looking at me nervous. This is a seminar, this not exposure. I'm just using examples. He goes through my yard, he takes out this long gray pole and starts sticking through my pretty manicured yard that I paid a lot of money, a lot to make all my white neighbors jealous. I paid a lot. He hits something hard, pushes it through, septic tank is here. I said, right, how you get to it? He said, we gotta tear up your yard. And he says, what I'm gonna do is gonna make you upset, but we don't replace it. So if you want me to get rid of the mess in the house, you're not charging me for messing up the yard. I'll, all I need is three people who know you're gonna be homeowners and rich to say, talk to me. But he blessed me by saying this to me. He calmed down my anger by saying this from one person who encouraged me. He says, what we are gonna mess up grows back. He said, whatever we got to rip up, pull off to get to the problem, it'll grow back. Opened up the septic tank, I almost passed out. Now that I wasn't ready for. Open it up, twist it off the lid. It was full. And he didn't budge. He looked at it like it was nothing. Then he began to interpret to a preacher who's an interpreter something that I'll never forget. Three people, please wave if you catch it. Number one, he says, 
this ain't all your mess. He said, it take at least seven years for it to get full like this, so. He said, yours is beneath this. I looked at it. He said, whoever had this house before you left it like this, but you can't blame them because they didn't know because you can't check your septic levels. I said, all right, can we get rid of this? Stop talking, can we get rid of it? And he pulled the truck up with a big tank in the back, took all the mess with him. Took all the mess, that's why his price was so high. Because he got to take mess away that ain't his. Y'all missed it, that's why the price so high. Took it all out. The next day I was happy. Flushed all the toilets, singing my story. I'm about to close right here with this story. And it overflew, it overflooded again. At that time, I'm in anger because, hear me, I paid for it. We located it. It was a professional. I watched the mess leave. Called him back. He came over right away. This time, no service charge. Oh, yeah. Because you ain't got to pay twice for what you did once. But the issue is... Now, I'm really prophesying while I'm talking. But you ain't going to let me know because you black. We went in the bathroom, same bathroom. Then came outside, it was already messed up, so he didn't have to mess it up again because I hadn't called nobody to fix it yet. It was full. See, everybody that's listening now is up. I said, what's this? He said, there has to be a bigger problem. He then said, I'm going to jet stream which means he's going to take something stronger than a snake that has a camera on it. Go through it with a sharp utensil. So he said, this time I'm not going to go from the house to the septic tank. I'm going to go from the septic tank. Look at y'all acting like y'all plumbers now. You, I'm going to go from the septic tank to the house. When he did that, his utensil broke. Something that don't break, he pulled it out. He said, man, something in there that refuses to move. Hit it again. He said, I need an hour. I got to come on back. I said, do I have to pay for what you broke? He said, no, that's why we got insurance. He came back with a sharper tool, got through it. Stuff started coming up to the top that looked like white rock, heavy like rock. And he said to me, this ain't mess, this grease. Now, I'm going to make a statement. And if Bishop Love wave at me, because he may catch it or not from his perspective, and 10 of you spruce up, it might bless you. The problem with churches getting 
clogged is uh, some of you church all church is made to deal with mess but a lot of people think that they're anointed when they're greasy the 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 uh -oh. and when grease is not treated it gets very hard like leaders that are very hard be like they jealous of my anointing that ain't no anointing man that's grease chopped through it because my house was built and only owned by one owner they were Asian so they did a lot of walking cooking and it stayed there it took two days for them to get through that closing with this field I never felt proud using the bathroom in all my life I never knew that it cost that much to know your mess would never come back. Yeah. I, I paid. Uh oh, I paid. That it would never get to a level like this. Oh, y'all here. Another day in my life. I wouldn't fix the grass because I went out every day to open up the septic tank to see my own mess because everybody else's have been taken away. We covered it, we covered it. The man came back six days later and I closed because I think you're ready for the text and when he closed, he came to me and he was uh, having a guy come over to tell me how much it would cost to put the sod back on to make sure they did it and to put a tag somewhere where people would always know where the septic tank is. The white man came over, started laughing at both of us. <laughs> and I looked at him, I said, is your friend okay? He said, I don't know, man, he ain't never did that before. <laughs> I said, what you laughing at? I said, is he charging by the hour? He said, no, he all right, he's gonna do you a favor. I said, what you laughing at? And this is what he did, and I forgot, I bought the house two and a half years ago. While he was covering the tank, getting the grass layout, measuring, he hit a rock. The rock he hit, y'all gonna miss it, was fake. It was a rock I bought to cover a device. This device, hear me, warns me when the tank is full. But it was not attractive in my yard. Oh yeah, so I covered it with a situation that could have made me handle that mess. Y'all don't hear me before all of this stuff. When the rock fell off, you heard, eh. I said, I've been hearing that sound like for two weeks and couldn't find it. He said, that's your septic take warning. He said, whoever built this house didn't build it with one, they built it with two tanks. So when you heard the sound, it didn't mean the tank y'all empty was full. It meant the one you didn't find was overflowing. He clicked the switch. 
because it had shut off because it had been ignored. <laughs> Y'all done got quiet. It shut off because it had been ignored the whole time. It burnt out from being on consistently. And I would walk out my front yard, ignoring the sound I never heard, wondering, is that coming from the other neighbor's house? Like, what is this? It had burned out. He fixed it, cut it on. Y'all ain't gonna believe this. Please talk to me. He said, open up the septic tank before I put the grass on it, because he knew about houses. He clicked it on. And you're and I could hear everything underground open up, flushing it, taking it somewhere. He then looked at his boy, he said, you got over, but you didn't know no better, so he didn't rob you. He said, but these kind of houses don't need no septic truck because it goes underground and goes to a place where everybody else must go in your whole neighborhood. He said, but it couldn't be released because you ignored the sound. When this sound happens, there's a latch button you touch and it opens up underground and it allows everything that's there to flush on out. So when you're a leader, you don't judge people by what other folks say. You got to have your ear, I don't hear nobody, to the sound of the people. Let me say this for three folk. Everybody can be wrong. Now, of course y'all gonna tune me out now, and it's okay, but everybody can be wrong. Some stuff is tissue. Some stuff is grease. Oh, let me tell women, just so y'all know this, this is freebie, just so y'all don't have to call plumbers. But the little wipes that y'all use that they say are flushable because y'all are sanitizing, they're not flushable. Look at the women going to act like they don't use it. Hey. And what's going to happen is when it overflows, your tissues will backflow. They don't go forward. So we're going to know you did it. So y'all take them little things that's near the toilet that y'all leave on the floor and stuff and put them in the garbage because even though they sell them as flushables, oh yeah, they are not. And there are certain people who sell themselves to be something. I don't hear nobody. And I'm telling you, y'all are quiet. They are not. They're going to cause the backup. I like folk who take notes. I'm seeing one girl, she taking so many notes, like, go ahead. Do not buy flushable. No. with some of my last fleeting moments, let me, let me take y'all to a scripture. Get, get, your, get your devices or Bibles. I can't believe I spent all this time on trees and septic tanks. Was it good? See, if it was white people, be like, brother, you can stay right there. Black people be like, it was all right. Boy, y'all killed me. The book of Exodus, chapter 4, 
don't worry, no standing because we're in Seminole, verses 1 through 8. I need me a strong reader. A strong reader. If you're not scared, you can volunteer and stand up and read this for me. Now, if it was white, it would have been 30 white people standing, but black people be looking around like, who's a strong reader? If you're a leader, you got to be a reader. Oh, I don't hear nobody. If you're a leader, you have to be a reader. What's your name? All right, I just want to know so I can remember. Read. Strong reader. Now, these are people, we're going to go verse by verse, questioning leadership. I don't hear leaders now. I know we got leaders. This, this is, oh, it's up there too. This is God speaking to Moses and Moses telling God, what if they don't believe what I say? Bishop Love, you as a leader and a forward thinker and a man that thinks ahead of time, five, six, seven, eight years down the road, you can't expect people to just believe what you say. You can't even make them believe what you say. Because God is not saying it to them. He's not even giving them a hint about what he's saying to you. Oh, y'all are quiet. You. Moses was smart enough to tell God, I'm from Egypt. I speak fluent languages. I have a PhD. You know he's from Egypt, the best of schools. And he's saying to God, what if they don't believe me? I got one person talking and all these women up in the air. What if they don't believe what I say? Next verse. Hold on. He said, forget what I put in your mouth. I've got to put something in your hand because black people want to see something. Oh, y'all, see y'all? We bad with taking orders. What's in your hand, and Read. Read it. And he said, no, he's saying you can sit and read. Go ahead and sit and read. Okay. And he said, cast it on the ground. No, what did he say it was? A rod. Uh-oh, she ready to preach now. <laughs> and he said, cast it on the ground. So he cast it on the ground and it became a serpent. Hold on. What he gave him, I need talkers, was absolutely nothing. What he gave him had to become something. Oh, yeah. Come on, leaders. You that are leaders and leaders affectionate, talk to me. He gave him something that should have been nothing but what it was. A rod is a rod, is a rod. Y'all need to is a rod. If you drop it, it's still supposed to be a rod.
Take it from there again. He said, a rod and what happened? And he said, cast it on the ground. So he cast it on the ground and it became a serpent. And Moses fled from it. Then the Hold Lord... Hold on. You got to slow down. I'm going to yes. teach you, Alexis. You're going to learn how to preach today. Five of you catch this. About time it gets to you, it comes with instructions. But when it's with the leader, it's fearful. Because it has no instructions. The vision ain't simple, y'all. Y'all are glad the, the vision is scary. Because if it don't work right, the same thing you dropped will turn against you. Oh, hold on. Now, I didn't write the book, but y'all ain't talking. It said he feared it. And the Lord said, it's only going to become something when you let it fall out of your hand. If you allow certain things to get out of hand, I don't hear nobody, it's going to turn back to bite you. Now what you used to love, you're afraid of, so now you don't trust people anymore. You stay away because you got bit by what you put in position. I don't even think the people that hurt us mean to hurt us. They just get out of hand. In your hand, they do what they're supposed to do. Out of your hand, they become something else. Now, this is what the text is trying to teach us. Only you can handle them, but when you put them around others, they're serpents to everybody else. But as long as you're present, they're acting in their, in their function. And they make it known. You can't tell me nothing. You ain't Bishop Love, and the issue is if you're a rod, you're supposed to stay a rod. Oh yeah, how did you become something else? Come on, cheer up in row five. Cheer up. Because this is going to help your marriage and children and everything by the time I'm finished. Yeah, row five, seat three. Count from each side. I won't say which third seat. Read. Then the Lord said to Moses, reach out your hand and take it by the tail. Take it by the what? Tail. Gave it instructions. Don't pick it up by the mouth because he knew that that's probably the end Moses was going to pick it up by. I wish one person talked to me because if you know anything about catching snakes, you don't go for the tail to catch it because of the way it bends back and tries to strike you. You try to catch it before the head so you can control the bite. But he's telling Moses, this is something you can't control. You should grab it by the tail, get some distance between you and the mouth. Don't believe everything that's coming out of that mouth. I want you to grab it by the tail and drag it a little bit. And about time you pick it up, what happens? Read. And he reached out his hand and it caught it and it became a rod in his hand. It was only turning what it was supposed to be when it was in his hand. So the change is not good. 
the change is changing because it's getting out of hand. Because God didn't change the vision. But what he's about to use as proof of the vision has the ability to change if it's out of hand. Some of you just got lost. Say it again. That's all you have to do. See white people like, say it again, brother. Whatever God told Moses that scared Moses, that made Moses say the people won't believe it. What if they don't? God then gave him proof, gave him a rod that he was going to use to make sure the message was heard and believed. But what he gave him, he showed him has the ability to change. And if what's in your hand changes, that don't mean change the message. Are you, are you following me? So you don't let people you handle, handle you. The issue is, whatever I told you to do, I don't hear nobody, that is what you do. Read. They don't like what you read it. That they may believe that the Lord of God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has appeared to you. Hold on. We're going to use the rod as an example that I'm with you. I had to do a deeper study. Two people jump on this if you're not that tired. He says, who you're leading is going to turn against you. And I'm going to teach you how to handle them that they might believe that I sent you. You got a million people with a million different personalities with a million different thoughts and you're going to have to find a way to take a million scattered people and take them all in one direction of the septic tank to make sure that all of our mess end up in the same place. Furthermore, the Lord said to Hold him, on, furthermore, this is God saying, I ain't finished. Furthermore, the Lord said to him, now put your hand in your bosom. Yeah, and he, we talked about this last night. Go ahead. And he put his hand in his bosom, and when he took it out, behold, his hand was leprous. Which means you're probably going to get hurt by the people closest to your heart. He pulled the hand out. Read it, Alexis. His hand was... Okay, when he put, took it out, behold, his hand was leprous. Like was snow. what? Leprous. Oh, it didn't even say white. It gave it a name. Yes, sir. Like snow. It, it was leprous like snow. And I said to Bishop last night to you that may not have made it because you had to work or whatever, but two of you catch this. I said, sometime God will already equip the leader for what's about to break out in his camp. So let me ask this for two folk who would jump because one person didn't. That's why you're not deaf free because you got to participate in this. It is funny that the first issue is when the rod got out of hand, it became a serpent. But now the second thing is even without the rod, things are still changing and it's you. your hand in there pull it out it's leprous read Lexus and he said put your hand in your bosom again put it back 
So he put his hand in his bosom again and drew it out of his bosom. And behold, it was restored like his other flesh. Which means no one could see the leaders change your problems. He, he wanted him to know you will have some. Oh yeah. But do not show this to the public. Don't let your left hand. All right, let me leave all this alone. Let me, let me leave all this alone. seminar you can't be speaking into one well, then you the leader go ahead and speak it, it returns like the rest the next few verses is what we abandoned that I want to talk about and see if two of you will push me read it then it will be if they do not believe you if they don't believe what's in your mouth nor heed the message of the first sign or listen to the first sign which was the rod and the staff that they may believe the message of the latter sign. Then maybe they'll believe the latter one, which means everything I'm doing to you that I'm making you recover from is to make them believe. Uh-oh. He's saying they're watching how you handle snakes. If you are not bit, God is with you. Then they're watching things break out on you that ain't in your control. And you're recovering. If this don't make people believe I'm with you, all right, y'all don't hear it. Then they don't belong with you. Now, we, you know, we avoid these next few verses, but we're going to read them in here and y'all going to perk up. I'll soon bring the leader out of you, but let me bring the leader into the leader. Read the next few verses. And it shall be, if they do not believe even these two signs. If they don't obey the first two signs. Or listen to your voice. Or listen to your voice. Yeah. That you Which means black people forget what he say. I want to see how he survived this. Black people like pictures. They like action in real time. I believe it when I see it. Now the Lord is saying, if they don't believe it when they see it and don't believe it when you say it. Oh, y'all, what does it say, Alexis? I didn't write this, I'm just reading. That you shall take water from the river and now, pour it on the dry land. Now I'm gonna give you power to start affecting their lives. Which means we ain't even gotta get this far if we just believe what he says. Y'all too quiet over here because I said it an hour and 10 minutes ago, black people don't like taking orders. Thou shall take the water from the river. I'm sorry, read it, Alexis. Pour it upon dry land. The water which you take from the river will become blood on the dry land. to start getting into things that they need on a daily basis make it not even usable read a few more verses let's see what they say then Moses said to the Lord what oh, he say oh my Lord I am not eloquent neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant he's trying to get out of the leadership be like no -uh, hold on 
Now, the only reason why he's talking his way out of it for one person who will jump for me is he know he's leading a rebellious, hard-headed, disobedient group of people. I'm not eloquent. Heretofore, nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant, I'm slow of speech. I'm slow of tongue. Read one more verse, then we're going to get out of this. So the Lord said to him, Who has made man's mouth? Or who makes the mute, the deaf, the seeing, or the blind? Have not I, the Lord? God just admitted he makes folk deaf. He now just basically told Moses, I know who's following you. Some of them are dumb. You're going to talk and they're deaf. Y'all ain't. They see where you're going and still going to act blind. They're not going to participate. Now, if I say this and Bishop Lord throw his hand up and 10 of you catch it, it's good. When you see a people that has a lot of numbers, it don't mean they're growing. Because sometimes there's more dumb people than they are smart because y'all don't hear me. When the numbers are big, the problem might be bigger. You know, you're about to go prophetically. Now I'm breaking my rules, but you're about to go prophetically into the promised land, your next level. The issue of what you have to understand is probably what Dr. Fran be trying to tell you at times. The thing that you have to understand is before they got to the promised land, God had to kill a great number in the wilderness. This is, he said, they cannot go with you. And real leaders hate losing people that they raised, nurtured, invested in. That's just the common logic. Of leadership because your heart is into the people. All right, y'all are real, throw your L's up, right? All that. The heart is into the people. But the issue is the people's heart is not into you. One more verse. Now, therefore... Go, and I will be with your mouth and teach you I'll what be with what? Your mouth. Hold on, not with your heart. Stop giving your heart to who can't hear what's coming out your mouth. The issue is... Oh, yeah. If you question everything that's coming out my mouth, then there's no way you can be into what I'm doing. Because when he told me to do this, I was scared too. I will be with your mouth. Y'all help me. Y'all here? All right, come on. Don't act dumb now. Read it. <laughs> and teach you what you shall say. I'm going to be with your mouth, but I'm also going to have to teach you how to say it. Some of you might be licensed, but you can't be hard. Some of you have to be soft like tissue and help clean the mess up. At the end of the day, it's all going 
to the same place. I still don't have nobody talking to me. You may not see my picture because it's disgusting right now. It's going to be clean in about seven minutes. You may not see this, but two people catch this. When people have a mouth and have power to use it, but don't know how to say what they say and can't hold what they're told to hold, it's called diarrhea of the mouth. All right, hold on. See how quiet it's getting now? It's called diarrhea. Now you start staying away from people because that person talked too much and I wish pastor knew even though they love him, but he'd be telling this, she'd be saying this. It becomes so toxic. Y'all don't hear me. That now we can't get it to the place it's supposed to go. I hope somebody scream. So it's always overflowing in the house. knowing because every church got a mess but does the mess have to be so visible every church every house has a septic tank every apartment I mean you build it knowing that mess is a part of the structure but uh oh y'all are quiet but does the toilet have to keep overflowing gave him a rod Psalms 23 verse 4 Alexis they'll have it on the screen but still act like you're doing your work see white people will still do the work black people ain't gonna use the phone they're just gonna look at the screen white people are like brother I'm there yay though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death slow down yeah she sound like she can read now some of you going through something right now I will fear no evil for you are with me your rod Hold on. why am I fearing no evil because you are with me God why uh oh she ready to preach <laughs> look at her she done kicked back why <laughs> oh I'm just showing some of you that are leaders I can create one in five minutes why because you are with me. who can take rules and not get upset that I'm saying slow down read again Paul She started out without a mic, then got promoted. See, what happens is she started up having to stand, but then she was given orders by a leader. You can sit. And I will fear no evil. Why? You are with me. And where, just say me, and where is he with David? In the valley. What else is in the valley? Death. If you see the shadow of death, that means death is actually within reach. Somebody, but how do you know God is there for a screamer? Because there's no shadow without light. So he's seeing God as light, showing him, you're going to be hated going through this. This is not. This is not elevation for participation. This is not elevation to be light. 
the closer you get to the table I'm preparing, death wants you. Destiny and death are at the table together. When you read that famous Psalms 23, it basically says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. It's all good. He maketh me to lie down. Stay with me, Dr. Love, Dr. Friend. Y'all push me. He leadeth me beside still water. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Everything that God is doing from verses 1 to 3 is going smoothly because he's making it happen. But then if you're a leader, he has to step off the picture to see what your moves will be. So after the first three things, then he says, yea, though I walk. Oh, yeah. But in verse one, he's my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down. He leadeth me besides the water. He restoreth my soul. He does he. Now he says, now that you've been with me long enough, I'm going to cut some strings right through here, right? And see whether you can see me when I'm not present. Take a walk. Do this task. Some of y'all still looking at folk mad. You just don't like certain people. Go through that. Wait till you get cancer sick and, and hope that one of these ain't your answer. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I feel no evil because now I have to know you're with me. Verses one through three, I knew you were there for sure. But through this right here, I ain't sure. Just to get to that table? I'm not sure. I feel no evil. For you are with me. Now You're here we go. Like Moses. Y'all didn't get that. What did David said God was to him? Read the next words. Your rod. Ho whose rod? Your rod. God's rod. Oh, Moses ain't the only one that got a rod. Oh, everybody's quiet now. Moses is given something more. David is given something more than Moses. Somebody jump on this. He, there's a conjunction, and thy, thy rod. Your staff. Oh, hold on. He got two things. Yes, yeah. If God gives you a rod, which is something for your vision, and a staff, someone to help you achieve the vision, the way you know it's from God, their only action is to comfort you, not confront you. Now, hold on, I want, I want, I want to come through here. Their only assignment is to comfort you, not to confront you. Comfort. Now, the issue, don't get mad with me because you know you and I go back and forth. Three people scream if you catch this, is it's only working when it's the rod that he gave you and the staff that he gave you. Not the ones we interviewed and chose because we feel like they're capable. You must make sure they have been sent to you by God. If David says, come on, English grammar students, if he says, your rod and staff comfort me, then that meant he's also experienced his rod and staff. 
Now the way I'm going to prove that, because certain people didn't like that. Are y'all with me over here? Because y'all sitting... Like